Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. Ooh, do I have a topic today, and I am not even so clear on it, but I've been given a little nugget and I want to explore it. And it has to do with the light within us and the fact that we all have this, but we've been outward focused, not only outward focused, but in a sense, outward um, addicted. So looking at other people, we see their outward form rather than the light within. Looking at plants, looking at animals, looking at insects, we see the outward form and not the life force within it. And it is that inner light force that brings into our experience the oneness. It is so powerful and magical. It is so wonderful and beautiful. And it's right around us all the time. It's it's everywhere around us. Even if um, you are not out in nature and you're in the city, it is everywhere. So it's up to us to focus on that inner beingness. Now, I've done this with furniture. So... Now, I guess may I don't know if I, I've done it with plastic. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But I've done it with couches and they have wood in them and fabric and cotton. Um, I've done it with vehicles and that seems less likely. But um, And I just feel into them and I feel into it and I say, what's wrong with you? Is there anything I can do to help you? What do you need? The same way I do. When I work with a person, because when I work with people, I do the same thing. I send out the light force from within me to the light force within them to feel what do you need. And then I ask the question and then the people speak to me and I feel the coherence of their, their answer with their beingness, you know, like everything is connected. So um, the one thing that's really true is that only people will lie to you. And lying is just incongruency. That's all it is. That's all it is. I was telling someone really um, recently that there's no such thing as a lie. And they were very confused. Like, whoa, 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 just a minute. But I was like, no, because they can't lie to you. Because you can feel congruence or incongruence. So if it's incongruent, then you know that this statement is actually untrue. Like, you know, it's untrue, but it... it you know the untruth in it. And then why did they lie? Maybe they had to because they felt uncomfortable or exposed. But we more or less know the answer when we sense the incongruency. Uh, we do know that. So I find this all fascinating and exciting. <laughs> so as far as our lives, like I am starting a food forest in a garden and there is such great application of this for me because I can go to my garden and I can send love to the plants. I can send beautiful light love energy to my garden to enhance its ability. I can send love light energy to a sick person in my family. 
and to my animals, right? And to my fish, my little fishies. They're so awesome. And to Lucy, so awesome. He's right here as he is every single day when I do the podcast. He's always with me. Um, so when I'm sending it into the garden, like I'm feeling this incredible desire now to really uh, enjoy, like enjoy is not even the right word, immerse in my garden. I want to be in it more. I want to play in it. I want to nurture it. I want to plant more. I just bought a whole bunch of herbs from Trader Joe's. They were like in these little pots for three bucks. And they're started. Like I could start them from seeds, but it's like, holy cow. I could just buy little plants for $3 a piece and have rosemary and thyme. And um, what was the other one? There was another savory I got. Rosemary, thyme. Hmm. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> oregano oh oregano that was it oregano and basil and mint um all of these i get to just like plant 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 and maybe um on my next trip i'll buy a whole bunch more basil um or buy a couple lavender plants i i don't know like i'm just so excited this is a food for us i want to have herbs i want to have perennials now basil's not a perennial but i believe the rest of them are it could be oregano's not uh, I think oregano can be, um, rosemary can be, I, so it's up in, it's up in the air, what will have to be replanted or, or what, but I, with a food forest, it might never have to be, it might have that nurturing experience going on of being under the canopy of the other plants and, uh, that co, co thing. Now see, when I go to plant these plants, I'm not just going to plunk them in the ground. I have to feel into their energy and kind of in a way communicate like, where do you belong in the garden? Uh, I did that with all of my other plants. And it's just like, where do you go? Where do you belong? And one by one, they will tell me like the rhubarb wanted to be next to the plum trees. And so it could be that the rosemary wants to be with the plum and the and the rhubarb. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm doing this this food forest where it's extending out from multiple like the trees are the anchors and then from there it's growing. And as it grows it will connect. This is how my gardens always work. So as it grows they will connect. So I didn't have to dig up my whole yard and turn it under and do all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't even want to do it that way. I don't even know. Like maybe I'll leave grass paths in it. I have no idea because what I want is to build the garden in harmony with all that is. And all that is, is the light within. All right. So it's, it just keeps coming back to the light within. So nurturing the soil will come from the light within. It's just like, what does the soil want? The soil is its own entity. I'm getting ready to start a worm garden, a worm. Um, what do you call that? Oh, a worm, I guess it is a worm garden, um, containers where the worms make castings. That's super duper fun. I'm so excited about that. So that's coming up. Um, let's see. Yeah, that is coming up. I gotta, I'm going to just slowly put that together. That's all I can do. <laughs> that's, that's about it. I got to figure it out one moment at a time. So I've got a, um, I've got a face painting gig coming up this Sunday and I think I will go and buy a bag of rocks to use 
this is my new thing. It's like everything gives to everything else. So if I buy a big bag of rocks to use to hold down my um, canopy, I have this big umbrella, this 10-foot umbrella, and my little sandbags have not been cutting it. So if I get this big bag of rocks, then it's like 40 pounds or something. Then I can take the big bag of rocks with me on my next trip to the island to use for the worm containers. Now, then I have another show in June, and maybe I'll get sandbags or peat moss, you know, like phew, anything heavy, big block of something I could use out on the island, and it'll do double duty that way. Very exciting. So um, this, this uh, organic kind of flow of things is also like happening in so many places, you know, like it's happening in in my moving things to the island to set up the, you know, retreat healing center. Things are falling into my, into my lap that are beautiful and awesome and fun. And, oh, I'm just wow. I'm just wow excited about all of it, about all of it. And just taking everything a step at a time. Now, the food forest. Let's go back to the food forest. There are critters and insects and everything that want to also coexist and nature's always balancing and we have to honor that nature's balancing environments. So if an animal moves in, that is um, the way nature balances. So we have to, if we find that the animal is invasive, we have to work with nature. We could fight it, but that's resistance and resistance is not it's just not how I want to work. So it doesn't in the long run pay off for me to have resistance to anything. So if I'm not in resistance, what does it look like? And I think not being in resistance is going to be communicating with the plants and raising the frequency so that they're healthy because the animals are going to come and attack the weak plants. It's just so wild. You know, it's going to attack things that are out of, out of alignment. So I have to strengthen my plants and I can assist them in other ways, but strengthening them will give them the greatest a leg up against invasive or, or um, detrimental species of bacteria and fungus and, and even critters. So, and then as the animals get bigger, we have the opportunity, as it was demonstrated in Finhorn, uh, those magical gardens that we can communicate with them. And when we communicate with them, we can ask them to assist in um, honoring our requests. Uh, we can, you know, find out what they're looking for. Like maybe they're starving and they need to be there. So maybe we can um, plant another area for them so they're not starving. The one that's more natural. And one of the things I want to do, I'm super excited about this, is um, I want to plant elderberries all over Smith Island. I just want them everywhere. I want them everywhere. So no matter where you are in the summer, you could access elderberries. Now, it does mean some are going to go wild because they'll be in wild areas, but the birds will then replant them. I'm just like, oh my God, that's so cool. And they, they make these nice big bushes. Uh, so it, they'll be able to be easily seen for people to go and access them. I've heard the birds will eat the leaves. They will eat the berries because it's so healthful for them, you know, and they have such a 
great curing ability. So I want to offer this to the whole island. So that's something I want to get going. And then the fact that we could have them growing everywhere and they could spread in the areas um, means that there's something to harvest too as far as wild berries. Now we do have blackberries on the island, but they tend to be in thorny bushes. So this could be a different possibility. And just, I just love it. Like you could pick them and make yourself a jar of tincture to take or just eat the berries every day, you know, to get those, um, the benefits of the anti-inflammatory and all of that nutrient that it offers so much nutrient. Uh, this lady was saying that her chickens were eating them as they sprouted, like the, the, the leaves in the ground in the spring. And so she had to barricade off her elderberries until they were more mature. And then the chickens used them to sleep under and they ate the berries and they were just like in love with this, um, with this weed, um, that is part of, it's part of America. You know, it's a weed though. We haven't been encouraged to use it or even to know its uses. So that's all coming back around. I feel like that's happening with so many things. Now, say I never knew like this, I could technically, I could reach into the essence of the plant through connecting to the oneness and I could communicate with it and I could hear answers and I could understand the benefits that way too. Now I am choosing to arm myself with many, many books and I do have the internet as of now. So that's really helpful. Uh, but in time, I, I want to be able to trust that inner guidance, the inner guidance that says, you know, communicate with the mice, communicate with the rats, communicate with the uh, fiddler crabs and find out, you know, uh, well, don't just let them know what you want. You know, we have to be clear and in our integrity. Now, when we're not, it's another human that recognizes incongruity. How nature recognizes incongruity is that it wants to rebalance it. How does it do that? Illness, disease. We always say all resistance leads to disease. So if I'm in resistance to something, then I'm obviously not in congruency with it. So congruency is so much the curing factor. So if I'm incongruent, nature's going to bring me the same disease. Well, not the same ones, but it's going to bring me disease uh, just as it does, injury just as it does to the plants when they are ill or weakened or not in alignment, like if the soil is off for them. You know, for them, it's different. They don't have a lot of control over that. And that's where us as guardians of the earth and and um, owners of the planet, we get to assist in our limited capacity, you know, but we, we, our limited capacity is far much huger than we think it is. We think of it as being, you know, small, but there was a woman who was planting these seeds all the time of these flowers in this village. And I don't know if it was England or France. And now that village is known for these flowers because they're everywhere. And one woman did that one woman just went out and threw the seeds every day. So we can be a much greater force and a force for creating abundance if we choose to be. It's just putting our focus and our consciousness in that area. So uh, what I would hope and love for this, I don't even hope it, I just would love for this podcast to bring you is the awareness that everything has life force and you can connect to the oneness of it. So that would be a great practice for today. It would be lovely. 
So have a wonderful day. Enjoy every moment. And I love you so much. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.